We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you beautiful soul. I'm so honored to be connecting with you here for a little time today on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. You know, I'm a huge fan of prosperity. I even wrote a book about it called Manifesting Prosperity from the Inside Out. Today, I can say I live a happy and abundant and prosperous life, but it was not an easy subject for me to master. And while I'm a teacher about the subject of happiness and prosperity, I'm also a student. I'm always looking to deepen my understanding and expand in my wisdom. I think it's so important to keep our minds open and our hearts just available. I believe it's vital to stay in the place of wonder, curiosity, and maintain the beginner's mind. As soon as we think we know it all, it's like we put a lid on ourselves. And that sense of joy, vitality, and the opportunity to ascend higher in our consciousness comes to a screeching halt. That's one of the reasons I love doing this show. First of all, to feature teachers, healers, and uplifters that share wisdom and tools that can help you claim a more fulfilling life, but also for me to learn and grow, to go higher and deeper in my experience of an incredible, satisfying, and joy-filled life. So today, I'm super excited to feature my wise and wonderful guest, Sherry Brown. Sherry has a very interesting human journey and has spent her life between Iran and the United States. She was born a Shiite Muslim in Islam, Iran. And she came to the United States to study at the California State University, Los Angeles. She earned a bachelor's of science in engineering. And then she returned to Iran for work as a structural engineer. After the Iranian revolution, she moved back to the United States and has now lived here for over 30 years. Although Sherry was born a Muslim in pre-revolutionary Persia, she converted to Christianity in school and married into a Jewish American family. She's lived all three of the Arab, Arab, Abraham, I'm saying that wrong, Abrahamic religions that this book, Her Seven Commandments for Happiness and Prosperity, is based upon. Her deep-rooted adherence to these religions led her to understand their innate compatibility. They're more alike than they're unalike. Through her lifetime of study and practice of these philosophies, Sherry came to an important conclusion. We must follow the key elements of all three major religions to make us whole and secure. So, Sherry, thank you for saying yes to a second show with us here on Empower Radio. Thank you very much. I always, I also wanted to mention that I got a postgraduate in engineering management from Harvard. What? Um, when I was <laughs> so, um, when I was working as an engineer on Shah's project. They sent me to um, in Harvard branch in Iran to study, um, to get a postgraduate. Um, I was registered to go to USC, but then I got the offer after graduating from engineering uh, in Iran to work with Hughes Aircraft on Shah's projects. At that time, Shah was an, our allies, and we were trying to build a military base in the border of Russia, uh, of Russia, like Russia had a military-based Cuba in our border. So I worked with Iranian government on those projects um, for the Shah. They sent me to 
the Harvard wow. when I was in Iran. Then I came back and I started engineering and I went on my own. But about 28 years ago, really after the after Iranian Revolution, my interest was intensified about learning how a religious revolution how 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 is that a religious revolution um, demonstrates so much atrocity. So I read all the books and I realized how much how misunderstood the, the especially Quran is because none of these people have if they're Muslim they never read read by the Bible if they're Christians they never read Quran. Um, nobody reads the other books to really That's find true. out that these these three religions are so um, the similarity totally outweighs the differences between these three, and they've been used. They have always used religion for gaining power and yeah, money and power. worldly right. things. Rather than honoring God, using it for personal power, personal Exactly, yes. yeah. That's my experience of it as well. And you bring up a good point, you know. It's like most of us just pay attention to our book rather than um, reading the other um, sacred scriptures. So, um, Do you even yeah, understand, you did that. does anybody understand what it is that these people are following? Right. Are they following Muhammad and Quran when they say that they're to America? America did not exist during Muhammad. Even hundreds of years after Muhammad died and they wrote Quran down, there's nothing in Quran about America because simply America did not exist at that time. So do they brainwash these kids by saying that America is the great Satan? Do they know that there was no America when Muhammad was? Nobody knows why they hate us. Nobody knows why... What are, what is it they're following? Uh, what religion? Why do they even tarnish the name of Islam the way they do? The yeah, word jihad means point. it's like yeah. we're just taught to you know do this. It's like it's handed to us and we don't even question it. It's just kind of like that's right. And I, I yeah. wonder if they know that during Muhammad and Quran there was no America because they keep saying that to America. Khomeini always said. After seventy-nine revolution, I became more curious about all the three religions. And then when I went to Catholic school, and after I got married to a Jewish man, I realized all of the religions, all these rituals are nice to follow. I'd love to do all of these rituals. <laughs> but hatred is something that none of these religions are teaching us. Yeah, that's a man-made notion. Right. That's not a... God thing. So something you you talk about, Sherry, that I just totally love and absolutely agree with is the power of prayer. You say there is nothing more important in our life that we can do and that it's the portal into the deepest meaning and most complete happiness and security. And I have to say that's been my personal experience. You say without prayer, we can't, we can't have that connection and relationship with, with God. That's something greater, which I think that's really where happiness and everything exactly. we want really comes from. Exactly. When Muslims pray on Fridays, Jewish people pray on Saturdays, Christians pray, <laughs> Christians on, Sunday. pray on Sunday. <laughs> it's not a weekend, God. You can pray at all the, all the time. And by the way, when religion changes with time, um, so in Quran, 
It says specifically, if you don't do Shabbat, then do five-time prayers. At the end of Quran, it says, if you work all day, you can't do praying during the day. Do it at night. I'm saying that do it when you're driving. Do it, do it when all, you're meditating. I know, I love that. Do it all the time. Do it when you're in the standing in the line at the grocery store. Do it. Yes. I'm doing it now. <laughs> and you say, what's the prayer staying constantly in touch with God within you? What's more important than that? Exactly. People go to church and come out of church and commit a sin. That's, you know, you have to do the prayer from the bottom of your heart and you have to believe it and you have to have faith. Faith that 100% this is going to come through if you don't deviate from it. If you can't just verbalize something and then go and not believe in it. You have to believe in your prayer. Yeah, I can't just be words by rote. You cannot do it alone. Only with God's help you can do it. Yes. And you have to be sure you get your your grant, your, all of your prayers would be granted if you do it wholeheartedly. Now, see, that seems so. Not just asking for things and expecting to get them, but really, I think it's about cultivating that relationship with that something greater. And my experience is when you go for God, all things can be added unto thee. I think so many people think they have to choose either or. Like, I want no. the stuff of the world, or I want the money, or I want you know, the success. So they're ambitious. But I found as I've surrendered that and gone for God, I've manifested more with a lot more grace. If you notice, if you, the more nonchalant you become about greed and having more money, the more struggle you have to do. If you are, the the less struggle you have. If you are, if you believe in God, and sit back and say, I leave it to you, God. This is my prayer. There is no way that he would not listen to you. He's a kind God, and he would want us to be happy yes. down the line. Yeah, I think yes. that that's absolutely true. But so often I think we want the things, and it can distract us from our relationship with God. And so um, we just have to make that our greatest We should priority. meditate, you know, yes. at least oh, one yes. hour a day. When, and it doesn't really have to be in a, You want to go to a mosque or a synagogue or a church, that's fine. But if you don't go, don't feel guilty about it. Just pray on your own. Yeah, it go into the really sanctuary no of your heart. Right. I liked, the, I liked a um, billboard that I saw here recently. It said, don't go to church, be the church. Yes. It's like, oh, I want to be the church, you know? Because I really do believe God's in the very center of ourself. It's our, the animating exactly. force. In, in the center so you of say, I love this too, prayer is not complete if you're not listening. Right. You have to listen to God speaking back to you. You would, after a, after a while, you experience God. You will see. You can't do it alone. You have to ask for his help. So when you pray to God, it's good to verbalize it somehow. For It says it in the Quran that to verbalize it and then believe in it and act upon it but don't just talk like you know riddles and and not mean it and forget about it or thinking that if you go to a sermon in the church and sit down god's going to forgive forgive all your sins no you have to really mean mean it yeah That's the and, only and time. something you said that i really liked was like how do you know? You say, how do you know when God's speaking back to you? You said you, 
you know because you feel that sense of love. You feel it. You feel it definitely. When you do, that's why I say two months and, and a week. And I, that's a subject of another book. Um, but if you practice it like you practice, you do any other diets you do. For two months, two months and a week, if you practice the seven commandments, mm-hmm. I promise you, your life is going to be changed. And, and I mean not you, but, you know, one's life will be changed. Um, because I have, pract- I have personally practiced it. I have had friends who have done it, and personally, they tell me that their life has changed. They get, if they wanted a job, they get more, they get a job easier. Mm-hmm. If they wanted more money, somehow it comes to them. The, the trick is not to desire money and power and this, because that's also like, um, uh, you know, worshipping idols when you worship money and positions. You have to be very nonchalant about it and believe that God would give you whatever you want. Prosperity is a matter of perception. Somebody perceives prosperity as having many cars and yachts or private plane. Somebody perceptions of prosperity is to have a big family and grandchildren. Everybody would get what they want at the end if they pray from the bottom of their heart, if they use God, and if they don't think. I mean, the minute you doubt, you should not have doubt. The minute people see a calamity happens, they start doubting God. You have to be very steadfast and have faith that if something went wrong, it's only because there's something better is going to happen. There's a reason for it. Instead of sitting back and say, God doesn't love me. You know, misery has its own cozy way. It's easier to be miserable and get stuck in yourself, stuck yourself in um, a vision of yourself being a victim. It's easy. To sit yes. back and cry and say, it's, you know, I'm not lucky and I this. No, yeah, you do your part. best and you pray and then you will see how your luck changes. Right. But and you I have to work right. at I it. I think um, even pain has a purpose. In Zen teachings, they say pain's a universal great awakener. And I know that was true for me. That's what brought right. me to my knees and, and uh, inspired me to start having those conversations with that something greater. Because there was no place else to go. Yes. So, there was even a reason for that. And, and something else you write about that I really, really, really enjoyed, Sherry, was about grace, the power of grace. Um, you say, filled with grace, we become fully individualized. We are supported by an inner strength that both shields and guides us. It fills, with, fills us with dignity, but guards us from arrogance. It allows right. us to judge, not judge, but forgive. It puts us in a position to make right decisions about our lives, from our relationships to our finances. Without grace, we can't do any of these things on our own. We cannot do anything on our own. We have to have God's help. And the only way we get God's help is by believing in him, having faith that he he is the one who decides our fate at the end. We are the author of our choices. When you go to a supermarket, 
you pick the best fruit, for instance. Now, from this, all these bounties that God has bestowed upon us, why would we go and, instead of being happy and content, and thank God for the sun and for the life, become, we have to always m- mention our miseries and despairs. Don't do that. Don't put yourself in that negative position. Be positive and be content with what you have because contentment is the key. If you're not content with $5, you'll never be content with $500 and never be content with $500 million because there's always somebody who has more than you. But be content. This is what my, my share is in life, and I'm content. And then you'll see that if they do have that kind of appreciation, how easy with the energy of money, how easy it comes to them. They I don't what have you're to saying, and I totally agree. It's like when we're grateful for what we have, then it's, it's like natural just to um, attract more. It's if you're not grateful for what, you're ha- what you have, having more isn't going to make you grateful. Having more isn't going to make you happy. No. So you got to be where you are, find That's that place right. of peace and gratitude within and relax. That's right. Exactly. Relax. Because when you're not happy with what you have, you'll never be happy because there con- there's going to come a time when, when you, you get what you want, but then you want more because this is your character. You're so, so used to wanting more or wanting something that somebody else has. No, be content with what God gives you and think about him being inside you, look at him with the eyes of your heart and have faith that if you, are, if you pray to him, he would listen to you. Yes. He listens to you if you are wholeheartedly praying and you are honest and you're living a righteous life. I totally agree. Well, and... Something you're saying really resonates for me. The ego can be a vor- have a voracious appetite. Nothing yes. is ever going to be enough for that. No. If, ego if is we're not connected to that evil. something greater, there's nothing outside of us that's going to make us feel very good. No. It comes from our connection to that something greater that we finally feel good. Yeah. That we're comfortable. That we're safe. Ego is evil. I, if, if human beings didn't have ego, they wouldn't be chasing after money. They wouldn't struggle so much, they wouldn't kill for money, they would not do any of these things that we see every day on television. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it, it, these killings under the name of um, religion have been going on for hundreds of years. It's right now that we have uh, television and the media and we see but. During the Islamic sultans, they would put tens of thousands of foot soldiers to go kill only to attain another piece of land. It was always for money and politics or, or have more power. Or, right. or So none of them has anything to do with God or That's religion. It's very distorted. It's very yes. self-serving. I totally agree with you. It's not really the truth. And there is. There is a lot of madness in the world. And there's been a lot of things that have happened. I think in the name of God that really had nothing to do with God. So something you talk about also that I think is so important. It's, it's um, 
cultivating stillness. It's finding that place of stillness so that you can have that authentic conversation with the something greater, not just like speaking words. We got to get still. So yeah. tell me about how important you think that is. Well, I know you, know, you like the power I mean, of now. The guru of, of being in the moment is Eckhart Tolle. Mm-hmm. He wrote several books, one of which is The Power of Now. Um, so if you, if, if you, when you meditate, stay in the moment, you will see that really there's, you have no problem at, at any moment, any given moment. If you sit down, you have, even if when you have, even when you have excruciating pain, for instance, if you see somebody is drowning, won't you, for, won't you forget about your pain and do whatever you can? You can even it overcome serves. the uh, pain body, as Eckhart Tolle said, by being in the moment. Meditating mm-hmm. is when you sit down and forget about time because everything happy or unhappy comes from us putting label on ourselves mm-hmm. as being ugly, being this, being that. If you stop the time and realize that you as an individual are someone that God created and loves and wants you to be happy. That's so important. I think really when you boil it down to the basics, Sherry, that's what it comes down to. I think it was Einstein that said the most important question we can answer for ourselves, is the universe a safe and loving place or not? Yes. And I didn't believe it was for a lot of my life and, and therefore my experience of it was not safe. But well, once I opened my mind the possibility pro- yeah, that I was loved yeah. and I was safe, I just experimented with that and started relaxing. Boy, did life start showing up different for me. Exactly. And then the spirituality, you know, we all come from spirit. Yes. We, we have to just discover that spirit, that spirituality within us. We have to let God get inside. We have to open our heart. To become, yeah, I think we live on a planet of free will and choice. So we can turn right. our face away from God or turn our face to God. Right, but there's right. really no place else to go. Eventually, I think we're going to have to because there's no place else to go. Exactly. Exactly. It's a story about where is the key to happiness? And and it was discussed, should we put it in the top of the mountain or the the deepest part of the sea? No, they'll find it there. Put it inside of themselves. They'll never think to look there. (laughs) You can be happy when you're all alone and nobody is around you. You will feel the joy when you experience God. You will see that there's nothing in the world worth being worried about. Because, <laughs> because this is a temporary place for us. We come from spirit, then it's our soul, then it's our flesh. So everything that's that's of flesh is temporary. Yes. Nothing is We're gonna, gonna go last. back to spirit. It's inevitable. Yes. Where else is there to go? We're gonna go exactly. back into that cosmic soup. Which exactly. I'm very excited about. Yes. Um yes. another quality you discussed that I think is also so important and I've really sat with this a lot is the the subject of humility. Yes. How important humility is. And I really I love something the course of miracles says. All of God's children are special and none none of God's children are special because we're all the same stuff. Right. You know there is in in peak of eloquence there's a section that says the more true it, the, the more fruit a tree has, the more 
gravitates towards the ground. Mm-hmm. So the more you have, the more humble you have to become. This yes, I think that's so true. Yes. Because the bigger, the bigger we are, the harder we fall. And I think that just means big in like an ego sense. Like I think I'm so much better, so much more important. Yeah, no. No, you're not. No. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I actually have on my personal Facebook um, the picture of Pope, Pope Francis kissing somebody's foot. That's humility. Oh, that's sweet. That's an amazing picture. I yeah, mean, I and I think it. of um, Mother Teresa or Gandhi. These right. these people were so profound in their wisdom, yet so humble, which I do so, think is a true sign. Exactly. The of spirituality. You see, you see, the real the real power is into humility. You know, when you're haughty and you think you did it all and you're so smart and you're so cool, that's, yeah, no. that's weakness. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's creating from your own understanding and disconnection. Yes. Sherry, can you believe our show's almost over? Oh, again? <laughs> I know. It's like time sure flies when we're talking about God. <laughs> yes, really. Really. You can never okay. stop. Sherry, Thank how can people get so a hold much. of you in your book, The Seven Commandments for Happiness and Prosperity? Thank you so much, Tammy. It was very enjoyable talking to you. It's wonderful. So you can go on to Amazon and get her book, go on Facebook to connect with her. And I think your website is sevencommandments.com. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, this has been super fun. I feel just like nourished and energized from my connection with you, Sherry. Thank you so much for saying yes. Thank you. I enjoyed myself. Thank you very much. Yeah, this was very enjoyable. And to my listeners, thank you for being part of our network, Empower Radio. I love these conversations, but it's even better because you're part of this energy. Be in touch. TammyBPhD.com. Download my free um, prosperity program. Be in touch with any questions, thoughts, ideas. This is about relationship. And know that you're in my heart and prayers. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.